You're listening to Chronicles of a Band Book Podcast. Are we ready? Are we going? What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Chronicles of a Band Book. Hey, hey, hey. My name is Dave Hawks. You can find me on social media, on Twitter, at Dave Hawks, and on Instagram at Dave underscore Hawks. Hawks like the bird, like Tony with an S. Um, yeah, and no, I don't, I have an underscore in my Instagram name because someone took the other one and I'm so upset about it. But I, I predict that before this podcast is over, I, over, I will have conquered that person's Instagram and I will own it and I'll be able to start a podcast so. saying Dave Hawks on Instagram and Twitter, both Twitter and Instagram. So, yeah, I sure hope that that's the case for you. You so know, I've I. seen a lot of celebrities Instagrams that like their Twitter is like at their name, uh-huh. but then their Instagram, they had to do like at the their because name. Someone else because, took yeah. Mm-hmm. So even celebrities have that problem. And I don't even know yeah, if they're do. able to. I'm sorry. Did you just like separate celebrities and me? Like they're somehow sure different. Wow, that's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> that really hurts. I'm just saying it's a challenge and I'm not we, sure if it's, it's going to be hard overcome. to be famous. We, we wrestle with it a lot. Get out of here. <laughs> you and your 19,000 followers. <laughs> Thank you. Who you really need to follow is me because I am oh, yeah. sad. <laughs> We're in the corner with <laughs> like nobody, follow. no sorts of, of fandom. It's it's really, it works on my self-esteem. That's right. Well, where, yeah. where, where, where do people find you online to give you a pity follow? <laughs> Why, thank you, Dave, so for your passive-aggressive commentary. <laughs> um, so my name is Jillian. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the same handle, unlike your friend Dave. Wow. Um, you, you can find me Don't, at Jillian so Haley. I'm so jealous. <laughs> and that's J-I-L-L-I-A-N-H-A-I-L-E-Y. Don't spell it wrong or else you're following a weird Jillian Haley. She could be cool. No, Probably she's weird. Cool. She's not me. All right, I see. <laughs> so if you've been listening to our series podcast on David, then this story just fits right along with it. It just fits right in, and it's really just thematically in sync yep. because it's crazy. And it's a little it's gross. Really crazy. Um, it's a little, it's a lot of, con- lot of like, like taboo things oh, yeah. all in one Very story. taboo. That's a good word. And that is just hard to, hard to, especially with someone like with a sister and you guys will hear about this more as we go to the story and someone like with a sister, two sisters, it's like knowing what happened in the story. It's just like, oh, I just like, I get like chills every time I, every time I like think about the the fact that this actually happened, which I try not to think about it because that's gross. Yeah. And, and I will start and kick this off by saying this is a trigger warning. So if stories about rape or anything make you uncomfortable it bring back bad memories this is not a podcast that you want to listen to go to our next episode um we definitely do not want to stir up anything that is inappropriate or makes you feel uncomfortable so i want to start off with that do not listen if if that is an issue for you because we are going to talk about rape And, and that being said at the same time um Obviously, we're not going to, like, go into detail or we're not going to, you know, kind of dwell on it. Um, so if that's something that you've wrestled with or, you know, someone and, and you do want to hear the story, um, it's not going to be, like, crazy ridiculous. Right. Um, but we just want to let you know because if if that's something that if it's brought up, you just can't deal with it and you don't want to, yeah, definitely hit the next button and go to the next podcast. But um, it's not going to be like we're, like, harping on it the entire right, story. Right, right. So 
push through if you can, but we want to warn you and respect that um, if, if not. Yeah, I mean, we it's something that I think we can both say we absolutely hate and detest exactly. in every sense of the exactly. word. So no condonement here. We're not making light of it or thinking that it's funny. Just um, presenting a story that, yep. that happened. Yep, that is insane. To say the least. This is why it's a banned book, Jillian, because yeah. stuff like this should not be read about by small children. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If your kids are listening to this podcast, <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. I'm sorry if this will spark a couple extra conversations in the car yeah, ride on the way home. Um, you've been warned. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll start off with the fact that, yes, we've talked about David, and we know a lot about the guy. It's been we know a roller that coaster of, of decisions, <laughs> really. Some really positive Isn't decisions and some really, really negative, negative ones. Yeah. So, I mean, his most famous story—well, one of his most famous stories is Bathsheba. Yes. Um, and the fact that she was a married woman, he sees her bathing on the roof, decides to sleep with her, she gets pregnant, and so he goes— you know, I have a problem here. I'm yeah. going to have to kill your husband. Yep. So he sends his husband. Well, well, to be fair, That's he first tries to trick him into sleeping with his wife. <laughs> and so getting, like, by getting yeah. him drunk. So to he, be he fair. Gets, he, gets, he brings him home from the war, like gets him drunk, convince, tries to get him to sleep with his wife. He doesn't sleep with his wife. So then David realizes that's not going to work. So then he sends him back out to war, but instead he puts him on the front lines and inevitably the man gets slaughtered. Um, so yeah, David, that was not a, that was not a shining was a moment nice, in David's yeah. career of, of decision making um, because he got someone else's wife pregnant and then he murdered the husband. Yeah. Which is tough. That's, that's, that's not good. That's a good, <laughs> tough is a good word for it. Oh yeah. That's, um, you know. So after all this happens, you have this prophet that comes up to David, and we've talked about this, but we're summarizing real quick. Yeah. You have this prophet come up to David and say, hey, because you've been doing all these things, calamity is going to come upon your family. And so this story is a perfect example of, of the word calamity. Of the examples of some of the calamity. Lord have mercy. He didn't in this situation. Gosh. Um, but rightfully so. This Consequences, is like, man. is like worthy of like Housewives of Orange County or oh, something is, on that yeah, level. This it's is just much worse. Lord this would not mercy. be aired on TV. Let's just say that. Well, not that part, but <laughs> the <laughs> other parts yeah, are just, just like, good okay. Lord. Fair enough. Get yourself together, family. So who are the characters in the story? So we've got Amnon. Amnon. That's hard for me to say that for whatever am, reason. Like Amnon, but I feel like it's Amnon. Amnon. Okay. That's how we say it in Texas. And we have a lady named Tamar. 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 I like to say Tamar. All right, let's go with Tamar. And I like they it. are They're brother and sister. Half brother and half sister. They're related. So here's the thing. Um, if you've listened to David, you know that he's not just had one wife or two wives. He's, he's, he's been around a, the block. He's got a lot of ladies. And the city. Some the concubines. So, Some is is a generous word yeah. for the he's, thousands. He's a ladies' man. <laughs> yes, he is. That, yeah, I don't know if he is a ladies' man, but he has ladies. Well, look at that statue of David in Italy. He's a ladies' man. All right. Well, it's a you statue. You still got people taking That's pictures true. with that That's guy. True. So he's got a lot of children as a result, and so you have. You have a lot of probably half sisters, half, half brothers, brothers, right? Because you know different moms, but same, same dad, dad, right? All the same dad. Um, and then you might have some that are full blood sisters and brothers. Right. Two kids from the same. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it gets a little complicated, but that's something to keep in mind when listening to the story. And just understanding like the descendants of David, like that's why he has such a crazy family tree that goes into so many different places because of how many wives um, and children he ended up having in his time. So many wives. So many. It must so, have been so tough. many. Like it must have been tough. Can you imagine trying to wrangle all that, those issues? I like can't one's even mad about this and one's mad one about human this. Being. Like I don't know <laughs> how like like manage one relationship with this. Although to be fair, he probably didn't have 
a very in-depth relational like interaction. Though I could see him being like, "Hey, Bathsheba, how about you stop shopping all the time? We don't we don't have enough money to support yeah, I'm your sure shopping that, I'm habits." I'm sure that happened. <laughs> you know, I, but he might have been a little. He might have you know been a little more forgiving with her because you know he murdered her original <laughs> there's husband. So the, there's I, that. Yeah. As long as he had a little you know remorse in his heart, I'm sure he helped out with that a little bit. But <laughs> he yeah. let her. He let her shop. Buy <laughs> that extra pair of shoes. <laughs> Gosh. So you have David's son, Abnam, and he falls madly in love with his half-sister, Tamar, um, to the point where he's l- pretty much literally obsessed with he her. He is obsessed. Which is a like strange a situation. Like, like like when you're in eighth grade and you there's weird hormones you going girl on. And you're just like, I don't know why, but I She's must mud. have her. And I think I'm going to marry her kind of thing. Yeah. Even though that. you're really young and don't yeah. know what you're talking about. And, it, and, and I would love to say that it stops at like the young age, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. We're Clearly just crazy humans. Right. Exactly. Well, and, and when you're young, you've got these weird hormone things going on. You've got thoughts that you're like, what, what, where did that come mm-hmm. from? Because that's weird yeah. and not normal. Um, so, and yeah. And then on top of this, this is, you know, your half sister. So that's where we should just like nip this situation that's in the true. bud. That's true. Although, what are the Move chances on. that like the moms knew each other? I don't know, but it's still your half sister. That's true. That's true. Like, what the heck? <laughs> That's true. But I feel like everyone, like, no. Maybe this is a maybe this is a sweeping generalization that is super not true. But I feel like everyone has like a cousin or like a distant relative oh, gotcha. that like they think is attractive and like they're they don't have enough interaction with them that they don't like they know that they're family, but they don't like see them as like oh my yeah. brother. And so like. You let your you might let your mind like wander a little bit more. Maybe a second cousin. I'm pretty sure I had a cousin that like all of my like girl cousins like had a crush on at some point in their pre adolescent lives, but but then you realize that's my but family then we and, and then that's we like, Jack. Oh, that's up. not a good idea. And I didn't wait till I was like 20 years old <laughs> yeah. to figure that out. You certainly didn't act on it. <laughs> so <laughs> and I definitely that. never said it to anyone ever or acted right. on it. Right. Except for the general public that's listening right now. But that's, that's just a side that's note. Side, <laughs> sidebar. Well, time is fast. <laughs> so the Bible specifically says Amnon became frustrated to the point of illness on account of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin and it seemed impossible for him to do anything to her. So he what an odd sentence, got first of all. Sick. Yeah. From how much he obsessed over her. Yeah. And she was a virgin, and so he he's like, oh, was like me, the me that that he like, could What the ever. heck is wrong with this guy? Well, it sounds like he's a guy. I think we should. I don't <laughs> know. I feel like we, we should have given him some happy pills or something. My uh, gosh, just to get sick in over one it. Happy pill. To get sick over it. Yeah, well, he needed his medicine. And it's his half sister. Let's not forget that. I'm not gonna forget. That. I'm never gonna be able to forget uh, that. So, anyways, Amnon's cousin comes by and he's like, hey, dude, you're looking real ragged. Yeah, like, you're you so looking upset? unhealthy. What's going on? Why are you so, why are you, why are you angry at breakfast, man? Like, <laughs> yeah. why you, like, you're up and it's 7 a.m. and you're already angry. What's like, your why issue? Why are you angry at breakfast? So, Amnon tells him, which, first of all, That's an I would never tell my cousin. Yeah, like, I like that was embarrassing. Like, hey, man, um. Kind of in love with my sister. Yeah, like who does this? Guy, I'm telling you, something's up with this guy. You know, uh, props to Amnon for just being, you know, transparent mm. and honest. <laughs> to look at, I'm trying to look at the good in people. And so the cousin, y- you would think, would be like, "What the Gross, heck, man? Bro, that's your sister. Don't do that." Ew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what happens at all. No, because you know. So, so the cousin's like, "Hey, dude, I've got this great idea of how you can get this chick." 
<laughs> AKA your house I'm sister. I'm the wingman for your sister. So he gives him this idea and, and Abnon goes through with it. So what's here, the idea? Here's the what's thing. What's the plan? He's going to pretend that he's sick. But he is sick. He's not really pretending. But he's going to pretend that like he's, he's really sick. sick. Okay, I see. He's bedridden. He can't oh, get out bedridden. of Bedridden. And he's going to tell his dad, David, David, ask him, hey, I really need Tamar to bring me some special food. Ooh, he asked for her specifically. Uh-huh. Mm, I need her to make schemer. it in my kitchen. I need to see it and smell it. And then I need her to feed me by hand. It says feed. He wants her to feed him by hand. That's weird. But that's, that's weird. what it says. That's weird. That's weird. Um, so that's, that's kind gross, of gross. his plan. He's sick and he's going to have her come feed him. Just her. Mm-hmm. Just her. Wow. So that's what happens. Kind of brilliant. He tells Gotta daddy, hey, I'm sick. I need some help from my sister. I need sissy dad to come says, feed me, daddy. Yeah. Dad says, go get in there and help this your brother. So wrong. And um, so that's what starts happening. Um, she makes him food. She sits down to feed it to him, and he's, he doesn't eat. He refuses to eat. He refuses to eat. And she's like, well, I just made this for you. Like, yeah, what's you, going you on? Like, ask for this? Like, I'm, I'm doing everything that you mm-hmm. want. And he's like, but there's something else I want. So <laughs> stop. Is that what he You're says? Creeping me Does out. Does he look at her and say, "But there's so much more." I don't you know. Offer. It's so creepy. <laughs> so then, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I know, you know and it's making me so creeped out. <laughs> good. Well, so then, that's good. <laughs> so then, Abnon says, "You know what? There's too many people in this in this house. Everybody leave Everybody except for me house. and Tamar. Give me some privacy while I'll chat with Sissy over Which here." Which is so. Uh, it just makes you. So he says he basically has her say, "Hey, come over here and give me that food." And he does like the little like rub on the side of the bed, like, mm, "Come right here, oh, come sit down." Yes. And so she comes over and he grabs her <gasps> and says, "Come to bed with me, sister." Um, <laughs> so, not to get too much into this because this is this is obviously very like mm-hmm. uncomfortable yep but she's screaming she's right. Ask him to stop. asking him no please right. stop i don't want to do this she says you're gonna defile me what is gonna become of me i, mean, I can't get she, married yeah she even like doesn't she ask she even like to the point where she's like instead of letting this happen like let us get married yeah. by the king. She's like, hey, let's yeah. ask dad. I'm sure he won't. He'll he'll allow it to happen. Like, just don't do this. Right. Just don't um, make it. So she's right like now. begging him, screaming. Um, and, it's, and it says that he refuses to listen to her. And so he grabs her and rapes her. Um, wow. So, I mean, I don't I don't even know what to say about that. It's right. just it's awful. Um, and then the next verse says, then Abnon hated her with intense hatred, which oh. is a weird thing. You go from being completely obsessed with someone to hating them because you're the jerk who took complete advantage yeah. of them. Although, you know, I do understand this a little bit, and I'll give you an analogy. It's my relationship with cats. Um, let's let's be real. I love animals, and so whenever someone has a cat, I want to love on the cat. And so I go up to the cat and I try to touch the cat and try to hold the cat. But guess what? It's a cat. It doesn't want to be held. And so as I try to love it, it runs away from me. And then I get mad at the cat because all I want is it. I want my my feelings and my my love for this animal to be like reciprocated. And it won't because it's a cat. So I understand that, like, I kind of understand the idea of like you you want your feelings to be reciprocated and when they're not it turns into like hatred of someone else because hmm. i feel like that happens even in like middle school and high school because like i hear girls talk about all the time boys like they'll like be nice to me nice to me nice to me as soon as i reject them they're like i hate you you're the worst you're this that and the other and they're like this makes no sense 
And it like it doesn't at first glance, but like when you're hurt, you like lash out and like completely change your mind about like what you originally thought. And so, cause like I'll, I'll have friends who like, who are like online dating or something and they'll get like a couple of messages from guys and they're like, Oh, you're the greatest. Like you're so beautiful. You're this, that, and the other. And then like, they don't respond. And then like, if they don't respond within the day, like the next day, they're like sending them like, you're the worst, like cussing them so out. So immature like, though. Being like, Jeez. Oh, you're fat. You're this, you're ugly. You're ugly. And it's like yeah. literally scroll up two seconds and they were saying how beautiful yeah. they thought they were. And it's like, you know, obviously the first part was either it was either true or they were lying to get attention mm-hmm. but then as soon as they didn't get what they wanted they like different person yeah they, they totally flipped and Dodged it's like a bullet there and it's like basically. yeah and, and and i think it speaks to like why why girls always have to be so careful with guys because no matter how, what they seem at first if they have an agenda and they aren't able to mm-hmm. achieve it they can become completely different people so there's like it's hard to see signs of like who's going to be good and who's going to be bad for you because everyone starts off good for really you. Now, charming. Some, sometimes it's because they're great people and they're great guys. And then other times it's because they have this agenda of, I want to either sleep with you or just, I want you to like me back or I want you this or that or the other. And then when the girl says no, or I'm not interested or I, you know, I have, a, I'm in a relationship or whatever it might be. Then all of a sudden they flip the switch and which is crazy. But yeah, it sounds exactly like what Amnon did except for, he hated her after he got what he wanted, yeah. which is kind of the most ridiculous part. And I can't like, oh, it's disgusting. It's just, it's not good. So basically he like screams at her to get out and she runs to her brother. And th- I believe this is her full brother. Okay. So full, full brother. Absalom. 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 And um, so obviously the brother gets really mad. Absolutely. Tells, tells David. David's upset. Yeah, Yeah. everybody's upset. Um, But the Bible kind of like skips to time has passed on. So I don't know, like if there was tension this whole time or if anything was addressed or talked about. It doesn't mention that, which is odd to me because if you have something this taboo happen in your family. And you just go on living life as if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. That's that's just strange. I, I don't I don't know where that. I wonder if it was a reputation thing. I wonder if it was like a we can't let this be known to the Maybe world so. or to the family, and so we're not going to talk about it. And I bet you're right. I bet it is just an awkward kind of time, you know, a chunk of time of just like we're not talking about this, but this kind of building up tension and building up, you know, hatred and and bitterness and resentment. Um, Clearly, clearly the resentment's there because what Absalom does um, next is is, is a, sign is a of result. That. Is yeah. a result of of being being frustrated. Yeah. So one night, Absalom is going off on a trip, and he asks David. He's like, "Do you want to come with me?" David says, "I can't." So he goes, "Well, then can can Amnon, can Amnon come? come with Amnon me? come?" And and David says, "Well, that's weird, but yeah, okay, yeah. whatever." Um. So. So then what happens is Absalom gets Abnon drunk and um, basically conspires with the men that are with him on this trip to kill kill his brother. Oh, wow. And that's what happens. They kill him, and then Absalom runs. He flees. Like to pretend he's like scared. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he doesn't know what his dad's going right. to do. He's So he leaves. So obviously David finds out the news. He's distraught. Right. His son just died, son. and then one just ran away. Mm-hmm. So he's missing two sons. Right, right, right. So he's missing Absalom. 
and um, has the has his person go and bring him back. Okay. Um, but he's refusing to see his son. So he wants his son in the same kingdom as he is, but he doesn't actually want to see his son face to face. Right. Because I mean, at the end of the day, his son just killed one of his other sons. Yeah. So he. So it's it's an interesting. Kind of like a halfway solution. Right. Yeah. For what he's coming Which I think up with. I don't think it's crazy compromise. I think it's like, you know. It's one of those things where it's like you forgive people, but you don't forget what they did, mm-hmm. right? Like you can forgive someone for what they've done, but you're not going to pretend like it didn't happen because that is inherently ignorant to be like, oh, like you like totally betrayed me. I'm going to forgive you. And then I'm just going to pretend like you didn't do that and open the door for you to do that again. Um, so I don't, I mean, I'm not saying David was necessarily right, but I, I kind of understand this yeah. concept of like, okay, I want you to be a part of my kingdom. I want you to be um, my in my son, life. Yeah. You, know, you know, you're my son. Like, you know, I still love you, but... Someone who, would choose to to right kill, right, someone who would choose to kill his brother, my son, yeah, um, and do that against your family. Um, I'm not necessarily going to spend some time with you <laughs> at, well, this, at this point in time. And I mean, when you read the history of David, you know the history of David. You know he's had multiple times to kill Saul, who was after him, trying to kill him and make his life miserable, mm-hmm. and he refused. So you, we know that murder is absolutely not okay with David. Like He is completely and totally against it when he had these these options to kill his right. biggest enemy and I mean, he yeah. walked away even with like Bathsheba's husband like he didn't do it himself yeah he more orchestrated it to where he didn't have to necessarily mm-hmm. be immediately responsible which is cowardly but obviously the line is drawn where he's not going to take the lives of someone in his own hands um, yeah especially if it's someone that he uh, he loves or has a personal relationship with so it's a big deal and so Absalom you know He's like, hey, you you went and got me to come back, right. and you're not seeing me. And so he's getting frustrated, and he continues to ask to see the king. I want to see my dad. I yeah. want to see my dad. I want to see my dad. And no one's paying attention to him. And so what Absalom does is he sets his neighbor's fields on fire. Oh, wow. And obviously, That's rude. And his neighbor gets mad, goes yep. and tells the king, hey, why king. wouldn't you? Look what your son's doing. He's throwing a fit because you won't see him. Yeah. So um, then uh, fi- finally— dad comes because okay. he has to deal with this situation right and it, it seems like all is all is fair they have a moment of coming together weeping it says that david kisses him on the forehead Aww. so all is well well that's what you think but absalom is still not okay he's got some other things going on he's he's got a plan he's still upset <laughs> he's still he's still holding on to some bitterness yeah like we all do at some point in our yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he has some good reasons. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't blame the guy. So he starts conspiring against his dad, and he wants to th- dethrone him and become the king. Um, there, As you read, there's several episodes where he's, he's having— People make decisions, and he's thinking, oh, I could have made a better decision right, than my dad right, at this. Right, right. I can do a better job at, at being king. Right, right. So he decides that that's what he's, go- he's going to do. And so he kind of takes like a politician and walks around and says, this is what I would have done. This is how I would have helped you guys. And gets the kingdom to really rally around him and support him. Wow. To the point where David's second-hand man comes up to him and says, hey, David, Everybody is supporting Absalom, right. and they want him to be king. You better get out of here. And so David leaves. Wow. And um, that's that's rough. Yeah. I think about that. Like, David has some sons and a daughter. One of his sons is obsessed with one of his daughters, and it's rough. You know, assaults her sexually, and then he's like, "Well, that's not good." Um. So then, 
time passes and then they go out and then one of the sons kills the other son and um david finds out and not only did one of his sons one of his sons was murdered the other son runs away so he's got now both of his sons are missing um and then the son comes back but he and he like allows him to come back but like is trying not to see him because like he's trying to like probably deal with his emotions or whatever obviously we don't know and then when he says decides that his son's throwing a fit and he's gonna try to like you know, try to repair that, maybe talk it out. Um, he then is betrayed by his son, and he schemes to overthrow him and is successful. Like, mm-hmm. that is just... It sucks. That's rough. <laughs> I mean, that's... And David's been on the run for, like, just over snowb- half his life. Know, it's like you a know? snowball of, like, yeah, and as soon as David becomes king, like, oh, no, never mind, JK. <laughs> oh, We're going to switch up on that. So, and now he's gone. Yeah, yeah. so you have Absalom who's in rule for a while. Um, and it just, it's, I'm, we're going to skip ahead because yeah. it's, it's not Boring super. Boring Yeah. Women, be mean, make decisions. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah, decisions. So you got Absalom in charge. You got David who's kind of out of the country, kind of, it's interesting because he doesn't fight a son. He kind of just respects the fact that no, it happened good. and right, is living right. with it. Um, so one day Absalom's riding his mule because uh, apparently that's what you do. You ride your mules. A mule? What about a horse? <laughs> I don't know. He's on a mule. That's cool. And he's walk. He's riding and his hair gets caught in a tree branch. <laughs> now, it says in the Bible <laughs> that his hair weighed 200 shekels. I don't know what that means, but apparently he has some really thick, Wait, luscious. Five thousand shekels. Two hundred. Right. Two hundred. So remember, oh, we go okay. back to we go back to Goliath. Goliath's armor was five thousand shekels, and that was one hundred and twenty-five pounds. Okay. Okay. So, I'm gonna do the math while you continue. Please to. do. Yep. <laughs> so his hair is probably very thick, luscious Fabio kind of hair. Nice. Um, and it, and the Bible says he's a very attractive man, like yeah. very good looking. His hair's long. He'll cut it off and it'll just grow right back. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you know, hair. So his hair weighed five pounds. Five pounds? Five pounds I of hair. I feel like that's not much. Is that a lot? Five pounds of hair? I don't know. Have you ever felt the five pound weight? I feel like it's on my head right now. I have so you much have stinking hair. hair. You don't have five pounds of hair. Okay. Think about, think about, have you ever like picked up a five pound weight? Yeah. Like, that's what people go, like, running with, like, to, like, work out. Yeah. That's a lot. At least that's what my math did. I don't know. Okay. I'm pretty sure I did the right that's math. Decent math. I, I can't do math. That's, that's, so I respect yeah. it. Yeah. Five is five pounds is five pounds. All right. Let's do it. I'll, let's uh, go I'll, with it. I'll, 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 I'll keep checking. He's anyway, got a lot of hair. Continue with the story. That's what we're saying. He's got yeah. a lot of hair. He's a good-looking man. And any anyone who's a woman or a man with long hair knows that hair can get up in the way. It can suffocate you while you're sleeping. <laughs> it can. That's true. That's so, true. yeah, he's just, he's his hair's gotten tangled in this branch. His mule keeps walking, so he's just hanging there by his hair on this tree branch. Just hanging there. It's tough. And um, <laughs> that's what Rapunzel dealt with a it lot. Sounds, probably, and it sounds awful. Yeah. It sounds very painful. That does sound painful. And and so one of David's men sees Absalom hanging there, because um, mm-hmm. now they're kind of enemies, if you will. I mean, they're not, David doesn't want to be enemies, but they kind of are, right? right? So right. his men run back to his military man, whose name is Joab, and, and they tell him, hey, look, your son, uh, or hey, we saw David's son like hanging there. He's vulnerable. We could go kill him now. David has no idea about all this. And so what they do is they go as a group and they gang up on him and they kill him. So now we've got Abnon dead. We got Absalom dead. And David's super upset. But he's back to be king, right? 
Yes. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I mean, he's super upset about it. He just lost a kid. But, but yes, he ends up returning to his throne. So that's kind of a short history of David and his crazy kids yep. and the calamity that, that happens was, on his family. That was calamity. Which I tell you. It's interesting because calamity sounds like calm. <laughs> yeah. But it's not. It's I the love exact the word opposite. calamity. It it's sounds like, like a Western word. It's like calamity. Ex- it's like extraordinary. Like, if you break it down, it's really just extraordinary. Yeah. But yet extraordinary. It's also like this. I think we've said this before. I've awful. said this before. I've said Are we talking about yeah, awful? awful. <laughs> if you have awe, if you have some awe, it's awesome. But if you are full of awe, it's awful. What's that about? We talked about, we came up with the solution yeah, of what this is all about. Did we? Yes, we did. What was the solution? You can be awful good at something. Oh, yeah. It's inspiring awe, whether it's in a bad or a good way. Weird. Yeah. Awesomely hurtful. It's awesome how upsetting you are. That's like an example phrase. I'm not like saying that to you. That'd be rude. Yeah. I, did you loud. see my face? Just I know. Meow. Just like dropped. <laughs> anyway, just in case you're wondering, um, I was right. My math was correct. It's five pounds. Way to go. High five. We just high five. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Man, my math is not good. I don't think I've ever said that sentence. My math was right. My math was good. Wow. How, 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 did you graduate? I, okay, <laughs> not Math was hard for me. Okay. I always strive to be the teacher's pet in that class. That's right. You just because, you, you mm. get the p- teacher nice to you, and then you manipulate your way to good grades and well, success. Look, I'm completely right-brained. Like, there's no left brain over here. There's no logical math, science. Can't do it. Cannot do it. You ask me to write a paper, I can write you 500 pages in moments. Wow, but I cannot do so a talented. math equation. So when you, but how can you be scatterbrained if there's not that much of a brain to scatter around? Because I'm just crazy. I see. I don't know what to tell you. Interesting. I'm just a wretch of a human. Well, speaking of wretch of a human, <laughs> one of the next stories we're going to talk about is a crazy, pretty crazy woman. But we'll get to that in another, in another in story. Another segment. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Oh, you got me stuff. hanging on. Are you, you going to lead be. it for us? Oh, I'm going to tell you all about. You take the reins. A nice young young lady. She is. She is very kind and very sweet. Said no one ever. <laughs> when your name is like the connotation for a terrible person, like. Down the generations, that's when yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Like Satan. Like, you know how that word Yeah, is like, no, one no one named one their kid Satan. Or Judas. No one's exactly. named their kid Judas. Exactly. So, um, yeah. We'll, we'll learn about a young lass, and you'll learn her name. Alas. When you listen to that next episode, oh. which is going to be exciting. So. so, thanks for listening and soldiering through this. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you were entertained on certain parts. Well, it's I pretty hope you were. Thanks interesting. for sticking through with us. That was. An awesome, awesome story. That's just, that's still, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. But all these things are true. That's the other thing I like, I have to remind myself about all the time. All these stories are not just like fictional, like, oh, let's write a crazy story. Yeah. And people be interested. Like, this is just like documented, like fact. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty crazy. History. Yep. It's nuts. So you want to connect with us until you see the next episode. You, you can find us at Band Chronicle on Twitter, on and Instagram, Instagram, and we're on, on Facebook. Facebook now. Yep. We have a Facebook yep. page. Go like us. And you get some updates, some cool posts, some funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see the naked David statue if you just um, feel like looking yeah. at that. The statue of David. Mm-hmm. The naked yeah. David statue. The na- yeah, he's he's very naked. So until then. Until then. <laughs> Bye. Bye.